0: In this episode, we talk about a new take on Bel Air, Red Dead Redemption 2, Batman meeting the Ninja Turtles, Aunt Becky getting in trouble, Paul's glowing butthole, and then we hop into the spoiler room to discuss Captain Marvel. All this and more on The Geek Generation. Hey now, welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio by Mike Volpe. Hello. And Paul O. Titties. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just Why wondering. Why not? Uh, before we get into all the regular show stuff today, I teased everybody last uh, episode with the fact that we had some major announcements coming up.
1: He loves to tease us. Yes. Yeah.
2: With ditties Titties. Titties. I don't know know what you think I have for you here. Yeah,
0: I don't. I hate to disappoint you. Oh, you don't. I feel like any announcement I make now is not going to live up to the hype (laughs) of titties. But there is a major announcement that's been made online already. And I'll say it here in case you didn't see it on social media or anything like that. And that is that the Geek Generation Network is live. Yay. Yay! Yay! Uh the Geek Generation Network is our podcast network that is a thing I've literally been wanting from day 1 of mm-hmm. starting the podcast. Day it was one. always intended that the Geek Generation would be more than just me and now it actually is because in addition to uh the two shows that we already have, we have a lot more to offer. Mm-hmm. So Little rundown for people that haven't seen it somewhere else. I know there are some people that literally just listen to this show and don't check out any of the other stuff. Uh, but now there's a lot of stuff to check out that I'm going to recommend people check out. So obviously, this show is a part of the network, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the flagship, almost nine years running show.
1: That long, though. which
0: is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Also, Random Movie Club, mm-hmm. which started in 2015, had the little hiatus, came back recently, has been doing very, very well. He got so- rebooted. It did. It did. Uh, If you like movies and you want to check out uh, episodes of a podcast that are about specific movies, Mm -hmm. that's what Random Movie Club is for. Another one joining that had their first season of the podcast already and is starting season two very soon is a show called The Deep Dive, which is kind of like the sister show to Random Movie Club. It's the same idea, but it's video games instead of movies. Cool. So the tagline is the conversation after your favorite video game ends. Mm-hmm. So when you're done playing that game, you would listen to that episode. They go into spoilerific detail uh, that is hosted by my friend and twitch streamer Pumpkinberry. Cool. Uh, so they'll be joining us and you can find all those episodes on the geekgeneration.com now. Mm-hmm. So they're available at deepdivecast.com and at the geekgeneration.com. Okay. Uh, a new show added to the network is called just chatting with Mop Garden. Uh, Mob Garden is another Twitch streaming friend of mine, and she'll be interviewing different Twitch streamers about streaming, about their favorite games, what they do, what the life of a streamer is like, and all that stuff, which is super exciting. That'll be starting very, a very behind soon. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That'll be uh, first episode of that will go up within the next few weeks, actually, from this. Uh, another one, our friend Booster Greg mm-hmm. is joining the network with a show called Adapt This, a DC animated universe podcast. So the premise of that is Booster will have different guests on every time, and they will be reading a DC graphic novel first and then watching the movie that uh, was inspired by that novel, Uh, doing a little compare and contrast and kind of talking about them all together, which is really cool. And as a DC fan, I love that. So that's great. Uh, Another one is four aliens in a podcast. Roswell. The yeah. 1999 original version, Roswell, not the rebooted TV series that's on now, but uh, Pumpkinberry and I Am Brandon, two Twitch streamers. We mentioned PB already for a deep dive. They will be co hosting that and doing an episode by episode discussion about the original Roswell series because oh, they're both wow. huge fans. So
1: that's a good idea. Yeah. That's cool.
0: So quite a bit of material six. just yes. to kick it off. Yeah. So six shows to launch the network is a big deal. We're going from two. Yeah. To six. So just to like listen, Pat. they'll
1: have to go to the website.
0: So there's a lot of ways they could listen. Okay. They can go to thegeekgeneration.com and you can check out all the episodes there. All the shows are listed on iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, like basic Google Play, anywhere. Under the
1: Geek Generation?
0: Ah, so you can subscribe to individual shows yep. if you prefer to only listen to certain ones, mm-hmm. or if you want to do us all a favor. There is a master feed for every show. So now, in addition to all those shows, there is a Geek Generation Network master feed that will include every episode of every show that the network releases. Then, even if new shows join the network, Mm -hmm. and I will tell you, because we're going to tease more stuff, there is a seventh show in development right now. Oh, cool. That I will be a co-host on. Oh, yes, co-hosting. So there's one that I will be involved with. Without us, Paul. Yes.
2: We're being cheated on. That's okay. <laughs> Infidelity. It's an open relationship with Rob, we know that. It's
0: true, it's true. I'm a little bit of a whore. Yeah, a um, little bit. <laughs> I'm a podcast whore. Uh but there is a seventh show in development cool. right now. So if you want to kind of future proof yourself and never have to subscribe to anything else, then you can find the master feed as well. If you want to get to that on iTunes, you can go to the geekgeneration.com/master. It will take you right there. Cool. If you want to subscribe to it on Spotify, you can go to geekgeneration.com slash master Spotify. All one word there. Wow. And it'll take you directly to those links. That's and I'll, awesome. I'll include some links on the website as well, too. So, yeah, I'm super excited about it. And even, even if you don't listen to every show on the network and you subscribe to the master feed and download them all, well, think you're listening to them.
3: <laughs>
1: so what you've done is just boosted a lot of egos. Yes, made pretty much feel better um, more than anything. They
0: feel better aside from wanting to focus more on podcasting and less on streaming. Cause I haven't been streaming a whole lot because honestly I enjoy this way more. Mm. I just do the production and post-production might take longer ultimately, yeah. but I feel like the content we generate doing this is just so much better than what i do when i'm streaming and i'm going to keep streaming there's still going to be streams Mm -hmm. here and there when i have time and i'll still uh try to get the game show running again and stuff but i did take a break from a lot of stuff to get all this going and this is what i'm very excited about yeah so the goal is to just have a bunch of content creators under one umbrella and then if we're all kind of referring each other to Mm -hmm. each other then all all uh rising what, tide raises. That's what I was looking for. Thank you, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, multiple ships and rising tides. There's a phrase yeah. in there that has yeah, to that do thing. with water yeah. goes up, all
2: boats go up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> what you said. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's the idea. Is that basically we're trying to just really get more eyes and ears on the network as a whole.
2: Cool. So you're having a bunch of podcast babies. I am. Is what ha- is, so what's what's your nickname gonna be? I know I suggested Pod Father. I feel like on, that uh, that was
0: a thing already. Oh,
2: it's definitely a thing. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> but um but you know, you can all, always co opt it. I don't think anybody's gonna sue you for it.
0: That's yeah. true. What Just about look
2: for the little T M yeah. next to it. Yeah, yeah. Like podcast poppy.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever want anyone calling me Poppy. Or like Pod slut. <laughs> oh, that's probably the most accurate. I yeah. have a feeling
1: whoever yeah. Somebody finds pod slut, They're They're listening for something different. <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't what I say that far. Odd. I don't know. Different slightly show.
0: Slightly erotic at the same time.
2: <laughs> There's no fan service <laughs> Tide Pods in this channel. Oh,
0: different cool. show. All right. Uh, but that's all very exciting. So please check out all those things. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Let's get into our geek outs.
2: Yay. Paul. Oh, go right ahead. My first geek out. So just to preface this, because I was like, I talked about this or talked about my geek outs last week and this week, and they seem kind of very similar mm-hmm. It's because I don't have a whole lot of time to consume content. So Netflix is like my primary channel for everything sure. now. So my first geek out is Patriot Act. Uh, it's on Netflix with um, Hasan Minhaj. If you don't know who he is, he was the Indian guy on The Daily Show for a long time. And uh, now he has his own show on Netflix. They're in season two of Patriot Act. And it's, it's very similar to kind of like, uh, you know, John Oliver, they focus on one subject per episode mm-hmm. and he kind of breaks it down. And um, I, 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 like his comedic style. Like his timing is really nice. And the way that he'll take a serious turn and then just drop a joke right in the middle of something is something that I'm really like attracted to, like from a comedy perspective. So I really um, am enjoying the show now. Um, also, like the show is built out beyond just the episodes that are on Netflix too. like his YouTube channel for the show is like I mean, there's like five different classifications of videos that you can watch. One of them is called Deep Cuts, and these are like the audience interactions like before, during and after the show mm-hmm. where he's kind of just like talking to people and like their primary sort of vehicle for facilitating that conversation is just like the, the audience submits um, like note cards with a. Uh, questions and he just answers these questions and like each deep cut episode is anywhere between like five and ten minutes Hmm. so it's very easily digestible these are like he'll go through maybe two or three questions every video and it's like you know some of them can be you know personal but other ones are more about like you know hey what do you think about this or you know how are you are you going to build an episode around that or whatever so between this and last week tonight which I'm still watching last week.
0: Tonight is so good. Yeah. Still
2: like I'm still watching it, but I mean, if you put a gun to my head and said you had to pick one, I might pick Patriot Act just because it is kind of, it's, it's a little bit fresher. Like with John Oliver, like, you know what to expect. I'm not saying that's bad, but you know, with Patriot Act, um, you know, it's a new face. It's a new sort of um, rhythm, a new, like the content is a little bit fresher. Okay. For example, he talked about like automation, like how it's like he got into like the, um, I don't know. Wait, that was John Oliver. That was Shit. John Oliver. I was <laughs> going <laughs> to say, I
0: just saw that clip recently. Yeah. Getting
2: my wires crossed. <laughs> but yeah, like he he does talk about, you know, some, Paul's a robot, isn't he? Yeah. yeah I knew it. Yeah. It's a glitch. It's too smart. But, uh, yeah. So first geek out, uh, Patriot Act. If you have Netflix, go check mm-hmm. it out. It's 30 minute episodes, super digestible, super easy to watch. Um, at the end of the day, my second geek out is, and again, this is very much like, like this, these things are very short and to the point, mm-hmm. but that's the reason for that is, you know, just my life schedule right now, um, into the badlands, as we know, is coming back at the end of March. Yes. There's like the two night season premiere. I think it's like the 23rd and the 24th or something like that. that sounds and right. Very, huh? yeah. yeah. Wow. And this is actually the final season it, from yeah. what we heard. And so, um, into the badlands, uh, there, whoever runs their Instagram account cut together like this, uh, promo video and put it on instagram and the only reason i found it was because i follow both daniel Wu and lewis tan who are both on the show mm-hmm. and the video got me so hyped like i saw it like at work and i'm like oh this is fucking amazing like it's just like it's they cut together like a whole bunch of fight scenes in a very like jump cutty way mm. but like it just got me so hyped for the show like i mean i already love it you know like there's no reason for me to like i I don't need additional reasons to watch the show like i'm gonna definitely this is gonna be one of those shows that's like appointment tv for me where i'm Mm -hmm. gonna watch it as soon as it comes out kind of like game of thrones but like the song that they use in the video is like mop's anti-up like it's a very it's like a 90s hip-hop song but it's one of those songs that like you hear it and you're just like ah you start vibrating it's like i have to do something like you know like you get very like excited (laughs) and so like i saw the video the the combination of like the fight scenes and the song and i was just like oh my god like i just like i had to break something and it was amazing i had to break something (laughs) also just like a little like sidebar like i went on lewis tan's uh instagram like that's where i first saw it i commented on his on the video Mm -hmm. as he reposted it. My comment was literally just, yo, with like (laughs) eight O's and then like a whole bunch of periods and then like five fire emojis. And then he liked my comment and I was like, oh yeah, he recognized me. (laughs) Like, it was just like, like I've never had like that kind of celebrity interaction on social media before. I mean, I rarely comment on Instagram anyway. Yeah. And so like for just to do that and then to have it like thrown back, I like, at first I like did a double take. I was like, Lewis Tan official, holy shit! Like like a That's celebrity cool. liked my like comment. It's it's dumb, but it was like it's not like, dumb. I like bookmark all the interactions.
0: I, have oh, it's ridiculous, it's incredible.
2: But yeah, Into the Badlands coming back at the end of the month. Definitely watch it. Also, Lewis Tan, Daniel Wu. If you're listening to this, you guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are awesome. Um my third geek out is uh, a fan trailer that made its way onto the internet oh, this yeah. week. I went and watched this. Same. This yeah. is amazing. It was kind of incredible. Like I kind like, of
1: incredible. No, it was incredible.
2: Yeah, I don't know really like, was. how I caught wind of it. I think I was just like scrolling through a feed and I just saw it and I was like, mm, and I just clicked on it. And I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> like, why aren't we making this? Yeah. I'd watch it. Like this is like like you could definitely make a Netflix series out of this. I mean, why aren't we doing this? Will Smith, why are we doing this? Like, this is incredible. You should also tell people what we're talking oh, about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't do that. That's right.
2: <laughs> so the, the, the video is a fan trailer. It's called Bel Air. Um, yes. It's kind of like a dramatic take on the Fresh Prince's like intro story. It kind of yeah. takes like the video from the opening credits of the show yeah. and expands it out into mm-hmm. like this to this fleshed out story of how like will smith has to go from the mean street to philadelphia to bel-air and it's less comedic and more about like him struggling to adapt mm-hmm. and like uncle phil is like
1: oh it was like straight up it's just like a drama
2: yeah, yeah. Like, it was very like like the tone was very like ooh, this is so intense and yeah i mean that's kind of like a testament to how geeked out i was about it i didn't even mention what it was before i just started going on about it yeah. like just now i mean i thought it was incredible there's did you, also did you watch um, it oh yeah absolutely
0: yeah i was very not, like not even only did i think it was a cool concept but i was very surprised with the person they got to play will smith's yeah. character
3: yeah
0: had a lot of similarities going on like mm-hmm. cast him directly
2: in the thing that you're did gonna you make. notice
1: that there were little hints of the opening song oh yeah, yeah,
0: like, yeah, totally yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah yeah
2: yeah was, that was cool i recognized a couple people from that video but for the most part i mean they just seemed like i like like there was one guy in the basketball scene he's like a sneaker youtuber which was weird but like <laughs> um i mean they were like you know the the cast was largely unrecognizable and it was still i watched it like two or three times interesting and so love when these things happen i wish they would be developed into something more mm mm-hmm. Uh, But, you know, and I think we've seen this before with, like, Star Wars fan films, especially. They've done stuff like this, yeah. Yeah, where they've kind of built out this, like, story for, like, Darth Maul or something, you know? And you're like, oh, why don't they make this? I mean, this seems more attainable than a Star Wars film, you know? Like, you could maybe make this into, like, a YouTube series or something. Totally. Yeah, a digital series. Why not? Although they don't have the rights, but (laughs)
1: aside from that. (laughs) And the people who do have the rights may mess it up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But props to these guys. I mean, whoever made it, like, it's incredible. It was really Um, good, yeah. Keep making that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll link to that
0: on the uh, show notes Mm. on the website. But that's it for me. Cool.
1: Volpe. I'm up. Paul, tell me you watched the Avengers Endgame trailer that came out like two days ago. Only like 30 times. Oh,
2: good. Me too.
1: (laughs) He hasn't seen it yet, so we can't really talk about the trailer too much other Uh than I'm going to piggyback on what you just said about I was already hyped up enough. Yeah. You just hyped me even more. Yeah. Like you gave me an injection of like octane or something like, uh-huh. like, 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 an I, adrenaline I, yeah, shot,
2: adrenaline shot. Like, was that not fantastic? Like, I, I, I really enjoyed how they kind of worked their way from the beginning. Yes. Um, like how everything was like, uh, this is what we've all worked, you yeah. know, to get to this point. Like, this is how we've arrived. Yeah. And then, I
1: started here and now we're here and, and then yeah. to
2: see kind of like some of the shots from the new movie and the music. Yeah. I was telling Rob, it made me emotional yeah. watching a trailer. I mean, it's kind of like, it's like one of those motivational videos. I mean, like the whole, the, the, the little, the tagline from the trailer is whatever it takes. Like yeah. it feels like very, I, like some of the emotions were very similar to like, those, like inspirational videos, you know, where like somebody's like, You just gotta give it like 150%, whatever it takes, like you know, and you're just like, Ah, I gotta go lift some weights and make a million dollars, and ah, like you're just like, super I'm motivated.
0: sure it's a great trailer. And before people take my geek card away, I am purposely, wait, wait, I
1: just saw them pulling it out of and their I know. pocket, and I'm gonna <laughs>
0: smack it out of their hands. I'm purposely avoiding any seeing any additional scenes like they they've sold a ticket with me already sure probably like five they yeah they they did it before they released the first teaser Mm -hmm. and i watched that and i was like okay i'm done like that's all i need i don't want to see anything else i want no stills i want no trailer yeah give me it all fresh because i'm in the theater Mm -hmm. so that's that's my rationale here
2: that's good i think you're going into it with Probably more anticipation than just about anybody. Yeah, else. so don't take my card away. Upgrade that shit. <laughs> Nobody's taking. <laughs> He's a way. platinum
1: member now. Yeah, yeah. I'm very hyped for it. I, like I said, I think the the trailer didn't ruin anything for me. Yeah, I, I feel like it just got me even more excited.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, there were some stills that I thought were great. There is one scene where, uh, like, Hawkeye is having like archery target practice with his daughter. No. I'm, like, covering <laughs> yeah. my ears. You're, like, sticking your fingers in your ears. Yeah. Which, buddy, <laughs> like, well, why am I still hearing them? <laughs> but then, yeah, it's just, like, little seeds like that. Yeah. I've read maybe, like, 7 million articles about what different stills from the trailer right. might mean, you know? And, I've like, tr-
1: I've tried to avoid those. It's amazing. The trailer comes out, and I swear to God, in five minutes there's videos analyzing the trailer. No. Yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't even get on the phone with you, Rob, fast enough to talk to you about it. <laughs> and they've already got videos out about it, yeah. recorded, yeah. edited, and uploaded. Yeah, yeah how the hell do you have the time for this it's I th-
2: crazy yeah i think it's like a lot of the like sort of nerdy or geeky like mm-hmm. outlets like ign or like you know any of those channels they're like, all over it i mean they within like an hour of seeing the trailer they They've already probably have. been gathering resources for like yeah. a week in preparation yeah yeah but yeah i mean the trailer was amazing can't wait i yeah.
0: should say too because we do mention it Mm-hmm. in the spoiler room conversation later just yes. to jump the timeline a little bit uh before paul got here because he hadn't seen captain marvel yet mm-hmm. Volpe and i recorded a captain marvel spoiler room yes. which will go at the end of this episode so if we don't mention it now that's where our captain marvel talk is going um and we do talk about the fact that i hadn't seen the trailer so it's going to sound weird to people that are oh, listening yeah. to this and then going there and be like yeah. Where Volpe learns that I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you
1: going to see Captain Marvel or you just haven't had time or you're like, eh,
2: I don't need to see it? I haven't had time. I mean, I would love to see it. It's just, you know, with with family stuff and work stuff, it's, you know, it's hard to get away. But with
1: work, a wife and two kids.
2: Yeah. I might just like one day be like, yeah, fuck everybody and just like run to the movie theater. But
1: I'm going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? I'm (laughs) going to be be gone gone for three hours. (laughs) What store are you going to? The one in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going, Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so I have been playing Red Dead Redemption. Too, yes. A lot. Yes. That game. Have either of you played it?
0: No, no. I don't no. think I would like it. How come? Because it is full of Chores. <laughs> <laughs> no those are optional you yeah like but it. no that's the problem that's you the say pro- optional yeah, no. but then it's me and i'm a completionist rob's a, yeah. rob's a
1: 100 percenter
0: yeah if yeah. i don't if i don't get every small sliver of yeah. the story that i can possibly get i feel like i missed out With on that something said
1: this game would drive you nuts because i would. think you have to play through multiple times it to, seems to, to hit every aspect never of touching the story. It. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I'm it sure really it is. is. <laughs> like this game, in terms of storytelling, mm-hmm. motion capture, it, it set the bar. Like I have been getting up early every day just to sit for an hour and a half to play this game. Yeah. Uh, and I do every morning. I get up at six just to get up, go out into the living room, turn the game on and sit there and play for an hour and a half. I get annoyed
0: with the time in real life that I have to get haircuts and take showers. I don't want to do it. In video <laughs> well, It only totally takes two. a second.
1: <laughs> it is cool to see, though, a game where... As the time goes on, the guy's facial hair grows. The hair gets yeah. longer. The oh, world no around super you cool. yeah. changes, and it really does feel alive. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, uh, and the story itself is is unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I heard the online isn't so great at the moment. But well, I'm sure they'll be patching they'll, stuff. because yeah, they'll, 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 they only yeah, introduced it fairly recently. Sure I mean. I'm sitting there. I, I'm like, I don't need to play online with anybody. Yeah. I am perfectly okay just going around killing everybody.
0: By myself. Be like, I'll be finishing (laughs) this game for the next 30 years. Why do I need online? There's
1: just something very satisfying about pulling out a shotgun and aiming it at the guy who just told you to F off, Mm
2: -hmm. and then
1: taking half his head off with the (laughs) shotgun, and then looting his body and shooting his horse as the bigger F you. It's very, very,
2: very entertaining.
0: Volpe's the supervillain we need now. I really
2: am. I mean, this sounds like a wonderful experience. Like I've been playing Anthem, and I like if I were to do something like shoot somebody in the face, I might get disconnected because really? Anthem is a hot pile of garbage and I really want a game that functions properly. Oh yeah, I've heard so much garbage about Anthem. Oh. All but, the articles yeah. I've read. Ooh. I mean, beside that, but I mean, you know, Red
1: Dead does sound yeah. amazing. Yeah. It, it the game does a you're a bad guy to begin with, right? You're in a you're in a gang. It's towards the end of the whole cowboy, you know, era. Things mm-hmm. are changing. It's almost nineteen hundred. The game really, really pushes you and almost forces you to be a bad guy, Mm -hmm. and you have to battle your way to actually be good. So it takes real effort to not just blow somebody's head off or rob a body or you see a, a horse and wagon on the side of the road. That was clearly looted and the people got killed. Yeah. And if you go over and take whatever belongs they have, you lose morale points.
0: That's my other thing, and too. it's really hard not to do that. It's probably way more fun to be a dickhead oh, in this game. Oh, so much fun. And I always play like a superhero. So I might miss yeah. out on a lot of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is because the amount of dialogue recorded and
1: the insults that he just flings at people. Yeah. Like, you'll just laugh and laugh and laugh. It's so good. It's just so realistic. Did you play the first one?
2: Yeah. I didn't play the first one. So, like, I i mean, I played the first one, and I played games like it. And I know this sounds weird, because I always talk about playing Destiny, which is just the grind. But like Rob said, like, games that have this sort of chore functionality, where mm-hmm. you are the side quest is to, like, go gather eight rabbit pelts oh crap on that
1: yeah Yeah, or like 150 species of animals to discover yeah so i just find myself like up in the woods with binoculars for an hour i'm walking around the woods like (laughs) yeah finding animals and then trying to shoot them so it's a perfect pelt to collect yeah but i enjoy it because for like 90 minutes i'm not miserable and I'm in a world where I'm like, I'm the bad guy, and it's okay. I don't have to pretend to like you. Like, <laughs> you know? Because I get the middle finger every now and then, and I yeah. wish I could just be like, uh uh-huh. Then I'd be calling Paul, going, I'm in jail, Paul. <laughs> Again. Oh, no, I'm not that kind of lawyer, Mike, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Call was Rob. Who is it? Tell him <laughs> I'm in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so transition, I guess, to the next thing. Since I do a lot of driving, yes. I find that I've been drinking more energy drinks, and I always go with Monster. Mm-hmm. And a lot of energy drinks just taste like motor oil, or really? what I perceive motor oil. Do to they taste not like. upset your stomach after? No, a they, the ones with sugar do. Okay, so I have to get the the sugar free or okay. the low carb ones. I only have a couple grams of sugar. If I drink a regular Monster that's got like forty grams of sugar, I better get to the bathroom. If and I have go a fast. whole
0: can of an energy drink. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do you, does it make you sick? I look like Captain Marvel by oh. the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glowing.
1: <laughs> Holy crap. But generally, they, you know, the, you know how Red Bull tastes. You're like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, I it's, love Red it's Bull. A, it's a questionable taste in terms of like, what is this? I like the cranberry. Pine Sol,
2: Like, I can't drink energy drinks, but I mean, when I could, yeah. Red Bull was like nectar of the gods. They hype you up too much? Like, you get... The caffeine hits you. So like it it, it definitely changed as I got older. Mm. Like when I was in my early 20s, like a Red Bull was just like drinking coffee. Like no big deal. Like I didn't even get the jitters or like a crash oh, or anything. God. Like my body was just like it processed it in a way where I could just kind of come down off of it mm-hmm. and be fine. As I approached my 30s, like my body was like, oh, uh, we can't do this anymore. It's like, this is octane is too high. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, I would get the crash and, like, the jitters and, like, and then into my 30s, like, as I progressed from 30 to 35, my digestive system was like, nope. <laughs> nope not having this and it just treated it like drano and it oh, would just like nice. like you know how you were talking about like yeah. you, you would look like captain marvel you were glowing it would make my butthole look like captain marvel it's just glowing red from the searing pain of like bile and like stomach acid and all the bad shit that like just comes flow like i swear to god like There was one time I I was just like so tired, and I had to get so much work done. So I drank like a big old, like one of the big Red Bulls, not like the tiny ones, but the big one. Right? Mm -hmm. I drank one of those, and things came shooting out of me (laughs) from like college. He found a (laughs) found a Lego from when he was three. (laughs) Like it was just like like all those little nooks and crannies in your like upper and lower intestines. Or like, you know, your small and large intestines, Mm -hmm. all those little nooks and crannies just all got cleaned out. Like, it it all turned into one smooth shoot and just shot everything (laughs) right out. That is awesome. And, like, that's why I don't drink energy drinks anymore. Well, on that because- note, I brought one for you
1: to try.
2: <laughs> Incredible.
1: Asplosion. Here so we in, go. like, ten minutes, I'm so going to be the great cornhole. I was, yeah, right. <laughs> I stopped at the gas station to grab one, and I saw a color. It's like a neon green colored uh-huh. can. I said, well, that looks new. I've that never seen it before. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> it said Ultra Paradise, and I'm like, okay. I cracked it open and drank it, and went, holy shit. Like, this is the best tasting energy drink I've ever had. It's uh-huh. really, really good. So, I brought it so you guys could try oh, it. Oh, God. Also, because I don't really know what the flavor is. So, oh, maybe okay. we can decipher. Oh, sure. Okay. Right. We're very
0: good at deciphering flavors. <laughs> Will <Like>, they <gonna> become <laughs>
2: the monster energy sommelier? Yeah.
0: Like, when Oreo tells us it's one flavor and they're clearly <laughs> lying to us, we're very good at that.
1: <laughs> this tastes like evil.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, super Ooh. fizzy. Wait, what's the smell here?
2: It's got a slight green tint to it. I'm getting a... I'm I'm getting getting a
0: slight green apple.
2: Yeah, I'm getting notes of apple. Mm -hmm.
0: It's (laughs) notes of apple. Generic. (laughs) We
2: switch it around a little. Generic
1: tropical fruit. Most people savor wine and stuff over here. like, oh, Monster Energy. Pinky's up.
2: It's not coating the glass at all. (laughs) It's strong as hell. Yeah.
1: It's not bad though. It is apple, but there's almost something else like it's it like a
2: kiwi
0: or something. Am I no? Honestly, it reminds me of a mm. green apple Jolly Rancher. Yeah,
2: it kind of does. Yeah, yeah. Green apple Jolly Rancher with like artificial sweetener,
1: which I love. It's in everything. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I was just surprised at how ref-
2: how refreshing <laughs> it actually oh,
3: was. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my
1: god.
2: Yeah, it it's definitely green apple and it's got like some other stuff in it too. Yeah. Like like some like a little bit of like that fruit punch aftertaste, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like the found the found fruit punch that you get like the Fanta stuff. Mhm. I was just surprised at how good
1: it actually tastes. It's not bad. Yeah, that I it. Wasn't it wasn't like your typical burn your throat or your asshole motor
0: oil taste. No. <laughs>
1: oh. Although we'll find out This I think-
0: is so strong It would make Like I'd still taste it As it's passing through my butthole <laughs> like, You get a ah! second taste Yeah
2: <laughs> Oh my god How it's am great I tasting through my asshole
0: And it's great later <laughs> That's where now and later Has got to name and by, Oh right? wow You read my mind uh-huh.
2: You know what this tastes like This tastes like something You could smell
1: from the toilet After you've taken a dump <laughs> <laughs> See that happens to me If I eat like chicken sausage uh-huh. Or ooh <laughs> Why the, are we the, doing that The cheddar and bacon Filled like hot dogs Oh Dude, if I eat those, I'll be sitting on the couch with Ashley, uh-huh. rip one, and it literally, she looked at me like, she was, I feel like I'm eating it.
0: I'm like, <laughs> like, yes.
1: Those are the best. Those just do not digest for me. Yeah, I definitely feel like this is something that could This show always goes right into This is holes, the right?
0: show that launched a network.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It is good. You know, it, it's different. Not bad. That's all I've... Uh, Gut for geeking out.
0: Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> how do I follow that? My first one is, uh, is anyone else watching the Orville?
1: I haven't watched it.
0: No, no okay. So the Orville is the Star Trek type show that I mm-hmm. wanted, uh, but I got Discovery instead. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I have not watched season two of Discovery because I didn't care for season the one. Orville was a goof. It is. Oh. But so it started off like super comedic. And then all of a sudden it started, and it's maintained some comedy, mm-hmm. but the comedy, the frequency of it has started to drop as the dramatic has started to rise. Mm-hmm. And I think they, the way that they kind of sold the show that way and got people interested and now they're like, okay, we're Star Trekking it up more. The The way that I've heard the show best described is that it is an office place comedy mm-hmm. that happens to take place on a starship. Mm. And it's just heavily inspired by Star Trek because Seth MacFarlane is a big Star Trek fan. So it borrows a lot of those concepts. It does do, like, the heavy sci-fi questions, though. Like, it's starting to ask those. Even in season one, it was doing a good job with those. And it's a lot of the stuff where I'm, like, clearly comparing it to episodes of Next Gen because I can't not do that. Like, I'm watching something that's inspired by my favorite show. So obviously I'm drawing parallels, and I think a lot of people do. But I think it's still interesting in that it has its own set of characters that work very well. Um, they did a two-parter recently that was phenomenal. Hmm. Um, I don't want to get into too much detail because I just I want to encourage people to watch the Orville if they're not watching it. If you enjoy sci-fi at all, and, and if, let's say, you're somebody who didn't watch any Star Trek because you thought it was a little too stuffy. I guess the Orville is a nicer way to kind of get that because they're talking just like regular people do. The only thing that's weird about Orville is they lean on uh, references like Seth MacFarlane just does that. Mm -hmm. They lean on like at one point they're watching the end of Planet of the Apes and you're like, why is everyone focused on all the same pop culture we are now? Did they never get anything new between Mm -hmm. (laughs) our time and their time? So they're just like obsessed with our period of pop culture, I guess. But aside from that, I just I really enjoy the show. Highly recommend.
2: The other day, I was like watching something, and then a commercial for the Orville came on, and it was really intense. Like it was kind of serious. Mm. Like they were like the world, the fate of the world depends on you and me, or something like that. And I was like, wow, that's kind of an intense thing to say. Like this for is sh- not the promos that I was watching last year. Yeah, yeah, like I clearly remember this being like kind of like a goofy show, not really like. Less about space, more about comedy. But yeah, like it, I, I mean, I'll give it a shot. Like I just gotta find the time. Really. Yeah, no, dude, I get it. Yeah, uh, my next one
0: is an animated movie that is coming up in the near future from DC. You know, I, I love their was movies. Shocked
1: with this, did oh, both man. of you this week with the the Fresh Prince
0: thing, and now this? Yeah the shockwave just ripped through time. And I was yeah. like,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Batman versus teenage mutant Ninja Turtles will yeah. follow the turtles meeting Batman for the first time via a trans dimensional encounter and feature our heroes teaming up to face Batman's deadly rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. The unexpected crossover movie between the iconic characters will be featuring a stellar voice cast that includes Troy Baker as both Batman and the Joker Golden Globe winner Darren Criss as Raphael, Kyle Mooney as Michelangelo, Baron Vaughn as Donatello, and Eric Bauza as Leonardo.
2: Yeah, I am like I saw that, and I was like, 7 to 10-year-old Paul would just be yeah. like, creaming his pants just because this is incredible. One,
0: one. I'm so in because uh, of just all that. But yeah. two, I've read the graphic novel. I have it oh, on really? the shelf over here that they're basing it on. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's great. Hmm. So I'm excited.
2: Yeah, there was that one line from the trailer where they're like I, I forget what the Ninja Turtles said. They were like, blah, "blah blah" and then Batman's like, "You can try." And I was like, "Oh!" Ah! <laughs> like it was just like I was so excited. Like They've
0: done more than one of them. Uh but even just look at this cover. Oh yeah, that's pretty Oh sad. wow. It's Oh, the turtles are very uh, The artwork is the great. The artwork is great. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, so good.
1: When is that coming out?
0: Uh I believe in the spring. Cool. Yeah, I think it's in the the near future. And then I believe the other one that we're definitely... I think we're getting two more in addition to this this year. There's a Wonder Woman one that they haven't, I don't think, released the title of. I don't Mm -hmm. recall. The other one they're doing, Batman Hush.
2: Oh, really?
0: They announced it at San Diego last year. Oh,
2: that's incredible.
0: And I'm super hyped for that, too. No
2: idea. So, like, the Hush story is about, like, a guy... Like, he's, like batman's like or like bruce wayne's friend who became a doctor yeah he's an ultra talented surgeon mm. and he becomes this like i forget what makes him into a villain but like his quote-unquote superpower is that he can perform plastic surgery around himself and make himself look like anybody and like that's crazy yeah and he like,
0: always wears wrapped bandages around his head oh when okay. he's not like somebody else
2: yeah and so and it's like it's very much like a joker type of interaction. I'm picturing
1: is like was it dark man do you remember those movies yes. from the
0: night yep. I'm picturing that right now it's not a look that's very dissimilar
2: yeah it's like trench coat and bandaged yeah. face right pretty much yeah and it's very like it's very similar to like his relationship with the joker where it's like this isn't somebody who's like super powered or anything it's very much like a personal Like villain anti hero, and somebody
0: that knows Bruce very, very well. I imagine he's
1: like a sadistic character,
0: yeah, but like calculated. Yeah, he's
2: like less crazy. Is his purpose?
1: Is he out trying to kill Batman or is he? He hates Bruce, okay.
2: Like, he hates him so much that he's willing to do anything and exploit all of his knowledge of Bruce Mm -hmm. just to get him in a situation where he's like.
0: Hush is one of my favorite Batman books.
2: Yeah. It's like really it, it good. It was one of the biggest ones, I think, of the last like decade.
0: I mean, it's drawn by Jim Lee yeah. for one, and it also features like everybody, wow. including Superman. There's a ton of people in there. A it's Superman a controlled by Poison Ivy, no less. Yeah. It's a good story. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a really good book. Yeah. Uh, And then my last geek out is that Howard Stern Mm -hmm. has announced his first book in the last 20 years. Uh, And because he's a better radio personality than I am, I will let him tell you all about it. For the last two years
1: of my life, I've been involved in a project that has taken up almost every weekend, (laughs) every vacation that we've been on. And this is something I vowed I would never do again. But I, yes, yes. Howard Stern has written a new book Ooh. I have written a new book My wow. third book And Robin I yes. swear to you It was torture
2: I know it was torture You yeah. would tell me how tortured you were I didn't I know, know what about
1: And I will now reveal the new cover to you Ooh. Ooh. We have the and, cover? And Maybe the title it? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me <clears throat> That's exciting. There you go Robin Alright <laughs> See the
2: title Robin. Let me see I can't comes again. <laughs> Howard, Howard Stern. Stern comes again. Howard
1: Stern comes again. Very
2: nice picture.
1: That
0: is me looking pensive as an author, as a serious <laughs> author. So uh the thing that I'm excited for, you guys know how much I love reading.
1: yes rob's a huge reader if you didn't know send rob books lots of
0: books yeah big um, books i don't read anything all the books basically so the only books that i will bother to power through aside from like comic books Uh are psychology books and cookbooks i don't think count and uh pictures yeah and autobiographies i don't like reading fiction Mm mm-hmm But I'm excited about this one. I have Miss America. I haven't read it yet. Private Parts is his other one, which I don't have. The reason I'm excited for this one is this will be the first book since I became a Howard Stern listener. So because it's based around his interviews and largely his satellite presence, uh, this will all be things that I'm aware of that I've listened to. And that's, I guess, what makes me so excited. It's all stuff that's relevant to me. I'm going to be aware of that world. Mm -hmm. So super, super excited for it.
2: I mean, I've never read a Howard Stern book before, but I can imagine how it's probably pretty interesting. I'm also not a big Howard Stern fan just because I don't have or I don't listen to him on Satellite. But
0: this one's supposed to be like over 500 pages.
2: How? What? Big book.
0: Well, a lot of it is his interviews from Satellite and transcription.
3: Oh, yeah. But
0: then he also does like wraparounds about like what he thought going into it, like his takeaways Mm -hmm. from it. Um, but then also just like other stories and stuff. In addition yeah. to that, originally he was like, I was going to do a coffee table book with just transcriptions of my interviews Yeah, and then it exploded because he couldn't just do that because he's him.
2: Cause you need context. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like that's not even a Howard Stern thing. That's just like a human thing. Like you can't just put out an interview that you've never heard previously and just like read it in, in text format and be Yeah. be like, hmm. like, you know, digest it properly, but exactly.
0: all right, cool. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Uh, moving on to our freakouts.
3: Oh, freakout!
2: Paulo, my my one and only freakout this week, which <laughs> is partly hilarious but partly infuriating, is that Aunt Becky is possibly, but most likely, a federal felon.
0: Apparently, she's turning herself in. She did. She I did. didn't know what that meant when you put it on the
3: show
1: notes. <laughs> uh-huh. I was looking. I'm like the hell is he talking about? What is this Aunt Becky? Like, I'm like, is this like a drug thing? Is this... A- oh. <laughs> like, what is? Uh- I didn't realize Aunt uh-huh. Becky yeah. Loughlin. was Full House. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then it popped up somewhere. Uh-huh. And I went, oh, that's what Paul's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that means Fuller House is losing a character. That sucks. And they that's did. That's a really good you know, like, new show.
2: So Netflix canned her from the show. She's no longer a part of it. But just Will they for... kill
1: her? That's the question. Oh, I don't know.
2: No, no, they don't do that on Full House. She moved. Yeah, she yeah. moved. She Got a job in New York. So to give the listeners some context, if they're not fully aware, which I, at this point I find hard to believe, right? Because <laughs> this this story has it's been everywhere, dominated the headlines for like the last week. Yep, was that um, Lori Laughlin and uh, Felicity Huffman, among others, were arrested and charged in a basically a college cheating scheme mm-hmm. where um very rich people would donate a lot of money to have their dumb kids ushered into these elite universities by way of i mean there were several different avenues um one of them was athletic recruitment through like fake athletic profiles they would literally photoshop
0: people's heads onto other people's bodies to be like this is that person doing crew
2: or like in the case of Lori Laughlin they literally just went to the gym and took a picture of her dumbass daughter like doing on like on the rowing machine and they're like look she's a, like a coxswain or something <laughs> like all right and then other one other people like Felicity Huffman they actually paid people to facilitate cheating on their SATs, mm-hmm. which is kind of intense mm-hmm. um, they and so this was all done through this one organization, the star consulting group or some shit like that, and it's just it completely undermines like everything you thought about like higher education, like totally. merit based acceptance, like anything like that everybody, not everybody,
1: but like cheating or taking the easy way uh-huh. or finding a loophole. The name of the game in 29. like that's been the name of the game for a while,
2: and that's man. kind of like the the perspective that some people have taken. They're this like, has seen, always been no, I'm
1: not justifying it, yeah, but I'm like, oh well, yeah, in, duh, this is happening. You really think? I mean, I've met people who have said they've gone to this school, or that school, and I'm talking to them, I'm going, I might be more intelligent than you. How <laughs> yeah. did you go there? I mean, you think and about I'm not like, that intelligent? I think about two people gyms, like, let's like be honest,
2: Jared Kushner, who's not the smartest cookie. Who yeah. went went to Harvard. I mean, his dad basically bought a building, paid two point five million dollars, and his son went to Harvard. Money and, talks. Yeah, like we've never heard the guy talk, but he's I'm sure he's dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs> listen, the million dollar man said it best. Everybody's got a price. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And that's not like entirely like false either. No, it's not. I think the only reason why this story blew up and these people in particular are being focused on is because they took There are actual federal crimes that these people are implicated in. I think Felicity Huffman is being charged with like mail and wire fraud. They're also Um, TV stars. Well, I mean, which makes it that much bigger. It's not just that they're TV stars because there are other people who are implicated in this um, federal case. People or something, yeah. And these people are like, are they range? They they run the gamut from like lawyers, doctors, CEOs, like Fortune five hundred company, like managers, like just people who have a lot of money who are willing to do whatever they can to get their kid into these elite universities. And I think like the funniest thing about this was like uh Laurie Laughlin's daughter, Olivia something. She's like a twenty year old twenty something year old kid and she is an Instagram influencer. Influencer. And so she she has a following on Instagram and she, you know, she sells things like she goes, she does like a hashtag ad on the things from like Amazon or like Sephora. And, you know, she sells things through her, through her influence. Right. And she made a video like I in close proximity to the federal charges being mm-hmm. levied against Literally her Literally like the day after. And she was basically like, I don't really want to go to college for school. I just want to go to the sporting events and party. And it's like, your mom just paid $500,000 and is facing federal prison time, and you don't even want the education mm-hmm. that she paid for you. Yeah. Like, it's just... Snotty little bitch. It's just so... Where's that shotgun? Hilarious <laughs> that it's just... These uh. These people are so fucking stupid. They, they flaunt the system, and then the whole point of it is just being missed by the people who are benefiting from it. And it, it yeah.
0: all proves it has absolutely nothing to do with the kids. Yeah. It's really just... For a parent to say, "Oh, my kid's going here."
2: Yeah, and it's just—it's just like a the weirdest yeah. sort of it's flex a, it's a, for a It's parent. a game of it's like
1: parental who's dick is bigger.
2: Yeah, like yeah, let's throw like, it on the table. Yeah, yeah, And like I read a few articles, like the the wildest like facts about like the whole admissions case thing, and like laurie laughlin's dad or husband is the fashion designer who created the Massimo clothing line. You remember from like the '90s, yeah? yeah. Massimo was like really, huge, yeah. right? Like, I remember these, like, shirts that I wanted so badly, but my mom never got them for me. They were, like, these, like, button-down short-sleeve hoodie shirts that had these, like, these pearl snap-on buttons. Like, I only remember these details Damn, so clearly. I only remember these details so clearly because, like, I wanted the shirt so bad. And I was like, oh, Massimo was so great. Looking back on that, I'm like, thanks, Mom, for not getting me that shirt because this guy is a total dickhead. <laughs>
1: like. Mother's intuition right there. She knew
2: he's on record as saying that his daughters are not smart enough to go to anywhere except for Arizona State University, which I guess is like a big party school. I'm not sure if you have to be dumb to go there, but evidently like he was like, that's why we're paying all this money, which is hilarious because like there's there are transcripts that have been unsealed at the uh, federal courthouse in Boston Mm. where they have people in like uh, phone conversations and emails saying like, Basically, my kid is so dumb. I need to pay you a whole bunch of money to either get the right score or get him into this That's college. Yeah, I just. Well, where's
1: like, this going to lead to now? It's going to unravel into more and more schools. You think investigations and or is uh, it just these are all going to get? I mean, this is this case has some been jail going,
2: time, some slaps on the wrist. The investigations have been going on for a, a while now. Shouldn't the school systems also be? So the schools are not being implicated because the. People who were being bribed. These coaches are. My understanding of it is that this any bribes that they took were outside of the scope of their job responsibilities. So the universities are basically saying you're on your own. So I mean, it's just hilarious to me. I mean, this is just more <laughs> the fuel. schools immediately were like, we have nothing to do with this. We don't know who they are. Yeah.
1: Yep. And so you're on it's your just own.
2: More fuel to me to be like you
1: independent know, yeah. contractor. Like eat yeah. the rich. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? Like at this wow. point, like. The revolt is coming. All these like wealthy people who want to cheat the system, like their, their time is ticking. And it's just, I, I just, it was like I said, it's infuriating, but also hilarious that these people are so dumb. I mean, fuck them.
1: <laughs> I think they're not going to get caught.
2: No, everybody they, gets caught at some point. At some yeah. point. Yeah. But that was my only freak out for
1: the week. All right. That's a good one. Uh, Do you follow wrestling at all? Nope. Okay. Not not really. I mean, I'll see. It's just been terrible. We're leading up to WrestleMania. It's in like three weeks. Yeah. I have not missed a WrestleMania.
0: I missed last year's. I
1: think to that, like WrestleMania 14, the Austin and Shawn Michaels. Oh, wow. Like 14. So that's like 97 Mm -hmm. or 98 or something. And I'm just like, eh. The only thing that's got me interested in this is that it's going to be Kurt Angle's last match.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: He announced last Monday. Last match, he's retiring. He's done. Like, he can't keep up anymore. His body can't, but he wants to have one more match. but He wouldn't name who the opponent was. Oh. So it's gonna be somebody big that's gonna.
0: That's kind of the only thing I care are about be now Cena too. Oh, really?
1: One. Yeah. I mean, odds are he doesn't have anything going on either.
0: He started Cena's career.
1: Yeah. So it all comes Interesting. full circle. It could be a good match as long as it's not like a two second squad. I think bullshit. it could be good. But just in general, it's just so boring. I turn it on on Monday or Tuesday. And I have it on for five minutes. I go, I'm just, I don't care about any of these characters. Click.
0: I also feel like Like you can only see so much before it starts to eat its own tail.
1: The story writing isn't good. Yeah. Vince, Triple H, Shane, and uh, Stephanie came out on TV like two months ago and literally came out and said, our product sucks. Ratings are down. This is what they said. Wow. We are sorry. We've let you all down. We're going to reboot. We're starting over. We're going to give you something fresh. We're going to give you what you want. We're going to give you the people you want to see are going to get the push. You know, we're going to listen to you. And then nothing happened. And nothing <laughs> happened because the problem hasn't been solved. The problem are the jackasses at the table writing the show. Not any of those four. Not the wrestlers. Yeah. Who are told what to say. Like, we do what you're told or you're fired. All right. Well, I'm going to do what I'm told nothing's changed because they haven't gotten to the core problem Mm -hmm. if you have the same people writing what sucked yeah yeah now writing this new stuff like it's it's
0: yeah you need a new staff
1: the whole becky lynch thing have you like i heard they
0: dropped the ball on that
1: It blew up like it was one of those like stone cold like he was building building people liked him and then he did the austin 316 promo and then boom biggest thing ever Mm -hmm. becky what that was happening with becky like a female for once was like the, the hottest thing. She's calling herself the man, mm-hmm. hottest thing in wrestling, and they've just completely dropped the ball on it. She's gonna supposed to fight Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. and like there's been a lot of buildup, and they just all across the board. I'm like, how are you fucking this up so bad? It's almost like they're like, it doesn't matter what we do because all you wrestling fans are gonna remember is the match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter how we get there. It's just, we're there, and that's what you'll remember. It's
0: also them playing it safe. So I think there's a lot of factors. One, they're playing it safe. They're a PG product. They have been for years. Granted, they did a lot of good stuff while they were still PG.
1: There's a lot of PG movies that are fantastic.
0: Yeah. But also, think about how thin they're spreading themselves between all of the shows that they have. It's too much. It is. And they're they're working those I I from what it looks like, they're working those guys and girls to death. Yeah, Bennett's between, always on the road. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's not even just days. the traveling and wrestling, it's all the other stuff that they have to do too Media on top of it. It's crazy. Commercials,
1: like all the stuff. Yeah.
0: Know.
1: It's just it's suffering. Which does open the doors for other things to show up. There's other promotions apparently that are gonna be popping up.
0: Yep. You know,
1: it just it just sucks because like I sit down and I'm so excited and I turn it on and then I go Oh, never
2: mind. Click. Mm. Yawn.
1: Yeah. It just feels forced.
2: Which is funny because, I mean, not funny, but really my only sort of like connection to wrestling now is just tangentially through like people that I follow or listen to that are like either involved with the WWE or are, you know, just fans of it. And one of them is this guy. Um, He does a podcast flagrant to this guy. Real life Kaz. Like he was a writer. On, oh, for, sure. WWE yeah. for yeah. like you know like a year and he recently got let go which is mm-hmm. interesting that considering what you just said like maybe they are trying to change things up maybe. i don't know but you know it's kind of like that's kind of like the reason why i stopped watching wrestling in the first place was I like just it just got tiresome mm-hmm. i just happened a lot sooner or a lot earlier than it would did for you but that's unfortunate because they have a built-in fan base why not just give them what they want
1: it's not even not always getting what you want, but even the because how many times you didn't get what you wanted watching you know previously and it still ended the story up being good. Yeah. Were good. Yeah. it was intriguing beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Now, so like I like it like back in the Attitude Era or even the early two thousands. Ninety five percent of the show was like, wow, I can't miss this, mm-hmm. and then there was that five percent that you mm-hmm. were like, eh, this match is like, oh, it's Gold Dust versus whatever. Eh, I can skip that they're not gold blessed, but you know, it you be compared you to mean. everything sure. else. Now it's, you got 5% that you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. And 95% is just fast forward. Yeah. But, you know, hit that. Matches 10, that don't that actually mean second anything. jump on the, on the Apple TV remote. So, mm-hmm. um, so my next freak out debated on the car ride here, whether to get into this, <laughs> because it's different than what I told you guys. I, 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 I can't do this gym shit anymore. Like I'm done
2: oh I'm no fed
1: up it's not fun i've had this conversation with ashley numerous times too like it's just literally killing me like i think going into a second one was too much double the billing issues double yeah. the arguments double the employees
0: well that's why the i asked you when hard. you thought about getting the second one like yeah you always tell me how much you hate having the one or at least dealing, not hate having it, but hate dealing with a lot there's, of the managerial aspects. Yeah, there's
1: just so much shit that really wasn't as prominent in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like the longer I have it, the more problems are developing, which maybe I'm just not good at this, or I don't have the right people working for me. I'd literally wake up every day and go, I just don't want to fucking do this. Like, I walk in going, all right, be happy. Go in there with a smile on your face. Get pumped up. You own a gym. You own two. And I walk in, expect more so in Westerly than in the new gym. There's something about Westerly that's just draining the life out of me. I walk in, and I'm immediately like, why the fuck am I here? Mm. And, like, there's been a few days where I've walked in and just went, "Eh, fuck it. And I walk right back out the door, and I'm like, I'm done. Going home. And I'm like, I just can't do this shit. Mm. It's just draining the life out of me. Staff arguing with each other. This one doesn't like that one. Members complaining about the most ridiculous shit. And so I've lined up people to like be the buffer.
0: Yeah. It's actually They're not. Buffering. I'll be
1: honest with you. I think it's made it worse. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just not fun. Like I wake up every day and I'm like, I, I couldn't wait to get here. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's something that's not work. Yeah. Like, or I, had, I was in a wedding a month ago. Uh-huh. It was the best three days away that I've had because I woke up and I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go actually go work out in the hotel gym Uh and then I'm in a wedding or we're going to do a wedding rehearsal. And like, it's more so than it's not even like I need breaks. I'm just like, this is not, I don't know what to do at this point because it's like just really not enjoyable
0: anymore. So there's an analogy uh, that one of my friends gave me that's helped me in a lot of my thinking when it comes to people who are working with you or for you. Think about. Whatever your business or project or whatever it is as a laundry pile and the people that you hire like those buffer people, Mm -hmm. their job is to take some of the clothing off of the laundry pile so that your pile is not as big. Right. If those people are not doing that or even worse, throwing on additional pieces of laundry, Mm -hmm. fuck them. They're out Right. because they're not doing what you brought them on for. Yeah. So, if your laundry pile is getting bigger as a result of the people who you hired to make it smaller, mm. they're doing the opposite of what you hired them for, right time to find new people. just a lot of teaching too, yeah, like here's what like
1: I'm still in the process of teaching people what to do mm-hmm. while at the same time, I feel like getting hit from every direction nonstop you know it's a problem because you tell them, listen, so and so is general manager mm-hmm. if there's an issue. You are to call him first, Mm -hmm. and then if you can't get a hold of him, or he'll come to me if it's an issue that he doesn't think he has the power to handle. Yeah. It's like, and I don't know how many times I tell them, I still get all the calls, all the texts, and I sit there and I go, maybe I'm just not even going to answer it. Just fuck it. Then I sit there and go, I have to answer it, Mm -hmm. because if it's a legitimate issue, Mm -hmm. it needs to be addressed, whatever it might be.
0: Your first response every time should be, have you gone to such and such about this? And instead, if the answer is no, be like, that's what you should do right like, now.
1: Instead, I'm just, like, the phone rings, and I'm immediately, like, infuriated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's gotten to the point now where my tolerance, <laughs> Paul's going <laughs> to laugh at this, because he's going to go, oh, this is HR not, problems. I see <laughs> where this is going to go. So I challenged a member to fight me in the parking lot the other day. <laughs> yep. That's where we're at now. That's where it's progressed to. <laughs> I'm gonna let Paul finish crying. <laughs> yeah, that's where we are. The lawsuits are coming.
2: What what did he say? So to get I walk you to this point? into
1: the new gym and I have an older guy. I think he's gotta be almost 70. Okay. Unbelievable worker. He yeah. owned his own business. and so won't like uh, he retired and they said, Hey, you know, I'm a member of the gym if they need help. And he was mm-hmm. hired. Dude's amazing. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal employee. Like this guy, like good. I walk in, and we had changed the cables on a machine, mm-hmm. and the cables were a little thicker, so mm-hmm. it had a little more drag to the machine, so it mm-hmm. didn't feel the same. People have been complaining about it for a few days, and I was like, oh, if they continue to complain, we'll get a thinner cable and replace it again.
0: Ultimately, they should
1: get used to it. They should. And I walk into, so this guy is probably in his 50s. He definitely has been using drugs for a while, so mm-hmm. his fuse is, he doesn't have a fuse. So it's zero to 60 immediately. Okay. So I walk into so-and-so, like, caused a little bit of a scene a little while ago, freaking out in there about the cable. God, here we go. So within minutes, he comes up to the desk. And it starts the conversation with, so your shitty employee wouldn't fix the problem. So I, credit me, I stayed calm. I was just like, what's the problem? Uh huh. The cables. I go, well, we swapped them out. Previous ownership would have left it broken within 24 hours. I had new cables on there and they're a little thicker. You'll get used to it. I don't want to fucking get used to it. Like, fuck you and fuck him. So now my employee immediately was just like gloves are off. So they start to argue with each other and I'm just standing there going, why is this happening right now? Like I could feel it building, you Mm -hmm, know, like mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let's stop this, please. All right. You don't need to yell at my employee. Uh He did his job. He explained to you that we switched the cables. He didn't fight you. Mm -hmm. He looks at me and he's like, fuck you. And I went, membership's terminated. Get out. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll sue you. I go, no, you can't. I can terminate your membership. You're swearing at my employee. Yeah. Fuck you, man. I went, I'm off at five. Parking lot. I'm going to punch you right in the face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He walks out the door and then 10 minutes later comes in. He's like. So now the roid rage. Like, but here's the thing. Here's uh-huh. what, this is what bothers me the most about yeah. this is that I didn't get angry. Uh-huh. I literally, it was almost like, and this is what scares me is that it was almost like this is just a natural progression.
2: Like indifference almost. Yeah. Right? I was just like, I'm off at five. I'll see you in the parking lot. I'm going to punch you in the face.
1: And then uh-huh. I literally just turned right back to the computer and went right back to what I was doing uh-huh. as if it was just like, I told you, no, I kicked you out. Now I'm going to hit you. Uh-huh. It's, it's almost. And this is what's been going through my mind is that I'm so fed up that I'm almost trying to sabotage the entire thing so that it falls apart. And then I can wipe my hands clean and go get a 40 hour a week, hour job with one week of vacation and be fucking done. Yeah. It's like, I keep trying to get the fun back into this and like it eats away. I find myself crying sometimes. Cause I'm like, I was, I remember the day I bought the gym and how excited I was. And uh-huh. I stood in the gym on labor day when it was closed and was like, I own a gym. And now six years later, I'm like, I'm going to fight members in the parking lot. Like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. And how do I stop this? Because I'm like, if somebody walked up and was like 10 bucks, I'd be like, they're yours. (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye. I just don't know what to do at this point because it's getting worse and worse. And I'm like, it's like nonstop from all directions all day.
2: This does sound very familiar. Uh, (laughs) Because so I, I started out my career not as a like corporate attorney. Mm. Like I worked as a litigator. I was a plaintiff's attorney in a small firm. Right. Mm -hmm. And the the reason this sounds so familiar is because like I knew from middle schools, like I want to be a lawyer. I want to be arguing in the court and I want to be doing all this. And like, you know, the, the reality of the profession sort of like rubbed the gloss off of that dream. And it became a very like sort of, opaque reality so to speak like it was very much not the shiny toy that i thought it was going to be and so like the business side of being a lawyer and like the sort of the the daily grind of everything Mm -hmm. When you're a plaintiff's attorney, like a lot of the people that you're working with don't have a ton of money. So like one of the big things is like chasing people down for money. Also like fighting with people about like, you know, strategy or like, you know, like I'm paying you to do this. I pay your bills. Like, you know, that kind of attitude kind of wears on you. Right. And And I deal with
1: that, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, you know, that wears on your ability to hold on to whatever dream that you had. And so at one, there was a tipping point where I was just like, I, this, this Like, this is actually when my wife, my wife was pregnant with our first son. Like, I was just like, I can't continue this. Like, this is not, this is not feasible for me to both have a family and then have this career that's fucking running me into the ground. And so like the tipping point came when I was just like, despite the fact that this was my dream for like two decades and I'm actually living it, I hate this and I don't want to take this out on anybody that I love. So I'm done. And so I walked away from that and then I just kind of floated around for a little while doing like document reviews, kind of like the Mm -hmm. temp version of what lawyers do. And then like I did um, a couple other jobs where I was just like really working on like, you know, paper pushing for the most part. And then I went in house to, you know, with the company that I'm with now and like my life got dramatically better. So I think the moral of the story is like, don't be a, af- this is going to sound terrible. Ashley's probably going to fucking kill me, but the moral of the story is don't be afraid to walk away, especially even though you've invested a lot of yourself into something. Because at the end of the day, if you're at a point where you just think that you might just sabotage the business just so you can walk away, just don't do that. Cause they're growing. Westerly, like is making money.
1: Yeah. Stafford is now actually with the way it's going, it's going to make. Uh-huh. Money. Mm-hmm. like it's actually probably be more successful than Westerly. If you look back over a couple of year period, you're like well, that's more profitable, right? There's better. Well, at this point,
0: I mean, you got good deals on both when you got them. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder but if a you lot could.
1: has gone into them too. Sure,
0: sure. But I wonder if you could turn it around. Have they paid for themselves yet? Yeah. So at well, this point, not the new one. Okay. But. So, but at this point, you could probably sell both and come out ahead of the game.
1: Yeah. It's like I want. To want to be there. Mm-hmm. But I walk in just immediately defeated.
0: Yeah. And I'm I like, guess that aside from just purely walking away, it's thinking about what the things are that give you that feeling and finding a way to eradicate those mm-hmm. things without actually eradicating those people. Um, <laughs>
1: I mean, it's so stressful. So I had blood work done in uh-huh. January of 2018. Just, I got a thing. It was like, they test your, uh, testosterone estrogen cancer marker thing like sure. prostate yeah. cancer thing. lipids all that yeah. stuff yeah and i just had it done last week uh-huh everything is in the wrong direction my testosterone levels have plummeted my estrogen levels through the roof uh-huh. like dhe is like everything is going in the other way and i'm like it's got to be because i'm just completely stressed out
0: yeah
2: yeah i mean that's probably um, it. this is, it's like literally killing me like, but, I mean, another like thing, a nightmare. Could, like another thing you could do is seek out somebody in your industry that can give you some advice. Maybe this is just a stepping stone to something that comes later that is better. You know what I mean? like i I didn't see a future for me that I wanted to live, even after talking to a bunch of people about it. Hmm. That's why I stepped away. But if you've wanted to succeed, and you want it enough, and I think you've invested enough of yourself into it to imply that you want it enough, you should maybe just talk to somebody who is in a similar situation. I'm saying like somebody who is in fitness, who is a gym owner that knows this stuff, and see if they've had a similar experience and see where this goes. Because if they are still a gym owner and they are Mm. still in the fitness industry, it is likely that they got past this point somehow. This can't be a unique experience just for you. Like it has to have happened several times over. And so just, you know, try to seek those people out. I mean, sometimes that means like going to like a conference. I don't know if that yeah, if oh, that exists. I get stuff in the mail and emails
1: all the time about that.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the other thing It's like finding the
1: time. There's probably that's online the groups part. too, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like you just need to talk to other people who are in your situation or who have been in your situation to see how they got past it. Yeah. Just look for Gym Owners Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Like I'm not even like that's, yeah. that's what you should do. Yeah. I'll have to give that a shot. Yeah. Because it's just slipping.
1: I mean, I'm slipping. That's the thing. Everything mm-hmm. else is going great. Yeah. It was like I was in a great place and Westerly was like a disaster. And now we flipped. I uh-huh. got the gym to where it's like rowing. The trainers are all doing like everything's great. And I'm like, yeah. Done. Yeah. Seek seek people out. Definitely. And don't hit anybody. Right.
2: Oh, definitely. Definitely do not don't hit, hit anybody. anybody. Yeah. yeah. So
1: what about if there's no
2: cameras?
0: No. what else is? No. Hmm. <laughs> <right>. What if? <laughs>
2: no, there's no what if. <laughs> Let me count the ways why you should not hit somebody in the face.
1: <laughs> All right, and yeah, that's it.
0: That's um, so after those,
1: <laughs> it just it wouldn't be the show if I don't throw my
0: yeah. life into it. Yeah. No, you're right. Um. So I watched the season finale of Manifest, not realizing it was the season finale, and I wondered where the show was for two weeks. And then I was like, oh, that was the season finale. That's it. Well, he had me in a panic. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. No, that's literally it. That's it. That's <laughs> my entire freaking. His
1: thing had me in such a panic uh-huh. that Ashley and I sat and tried to binge watch as much as we could the other night. Because I'm thinking uh-huh. he's going to be like, the season finale sucked. It didn't pay off. And, and I'm he like, was, yeah. he's going to ruin the show. Uh-huh. Like, we got to get through this and get to the end. And we're like a couple episodes away. Uh-huh. from finishing it and when i got here i was like uh so when you start i'm leaving the room he's like oh no no don't worry it's
0: nothing no crazy. that's literally it <laughs> <laughs> i just didn't realize it was a season finale because it was 16 episodes who does a 16 so episode that worries me that a little bit then
1: if the season came to an end mm-hmm. and you didn't realize it
0: it's a big thing. Oh, all right. I was going to then. what does that say? Oh, no, the end? it's a big thing. Oh, okay. would, And which is exactly like <laughs> why I was like, when's the next episode? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize because I don't see commercials or anything because mm. I don't watch like traditional like TV. Well, 16 yeah.
1: episodes isn't that bad considering it's an hour show.
0: Yeah. It's just usually it's just you long. get 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah. 16, uh, so is, 16 a weird is a weird number. Yeah. So that, that's it. <laughs> it feels a little. It feels a little not as important. Did you want to figure. punch anybody
1: when you realize that it wasn't yeah, right? I okay, was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It. All right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> he stunned somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. No. That's it. Um. <laughs> but speaking of hating jobs, if you'd like to help support the Geek Generation, Random Movie Club, and everything else we do. The best way to do that is to become a backer on Patreon. There are all sorts of perks for doing so, like merch discounts, access to podcast listening parties, and monthly bonus podcast episodes. Become a backer and join the generation by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support.
2: Hi, this is Wilfred Friedle, and you're listening to The Geek Generation.
0: Let's talk some news, because there's some big stories out recently. After previously being fired for comments on social media made over a decade ago, Disney has reversed their prior decision and has reinstated James Gunn as the writer-director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. No shit, really? Hell yes. How
1: did I not know? Oh, man, I don't know where I am.
0: That's why you got me. Yeah. This is no what I do for brought, you. That's
1: good that they brought him back. Yeah.
0: Marvel Studios has agreed to commence production on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 after Gunn completes Suicide Squad 2, a job he took when he was initially released from the project. He jumped to so, the other ship when he got... He's a man I of two like worlds that. now. Disney's mess up is Warner Brothers' benefit. He should have never been fired in the first place. Like, I could rant about this yeah, forever. Now Suicide
1: Squad 2 would be good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could rant about this forever because it's the same thing that relates to Kevin Hart and the Oscars, and I thought <laughs> that was bullshit, too and uh it should have never happened these bad tweets from Gunn were over a decade ago yeah. he's apologized crazy amounts over the years and been like yeah i was a different person then i mean do we what not do you all want have me to, stuff do? to
2: apologize for from right. the past yeah. i mean i think on. the best the best way that i've heard it put was uh there's uh, this comedian andrew schultz he talked about like how like pc culture is kind of like ruining comedy and how it it's mm-hmm. kind of just ruining culture in general. And he kind of puts it like best, like he like to all like the social justice warriors and people who like go after people and are participants in like the cancel culture. I mean, there are certain people who should be subject to this cancel culture. People like Harvey Weinstein are fucking monsters. Yes. And they clearly haven't changed. Mm-hmm. Right. But something, somebody like James Gunn who tweeted some off color jokes, off- jokes, you know, like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. You have to confront these people that are so obsessed with cancel culture and be like, do you think that you're the only person that can change? You know, these people made these mistakes years ago. Mm -hmm. Who hasn't said something dumb or stupid like a decade ago that they would
0: expected to come out of the womb in this PC place? The other
2: thing, too, is
1: companies are jumping the gun. Yeah. Why did Disney and Marvel, like, couldn't they sit them down and go, hey, all right, what's the
0: deal with this? Because then they'll get attacked. Right. Yeah.
2: I think it's kind you of know. reached this tipping point where people are just kind of sick I mean not maybe not sick of it, but you know it's just it's intolerable at this point where they just dredge up somebody's old tweets yeah. or something that they said or an interview that they did years ago, mm-hmm. and I mean for me, it's like if they said something off color a decade ago in some medium, whether it be a tweet or a video or whatever, but they've clearly changed their perspective Mm -hmm. and amended their personality to kind of bring themselves up with the times and even addressed it as been like, yeah, I was a dick back then. Then why go after them for who they were 10 years ago? Yes. With that being said, there are situations where like, for example, if somebody raped somebody 10 years ago, and then they are suddenly like successful, they should absolutely be called out for what they did before, because that is a crime. Right. But if somebody tweeted like terrible jokes about like transgender people at a time when, you know, maybe they weren't in the best state of mind or maybe they were just not thinking about the consequences. And the culture
0: around the subject was completely different. Yeah. We weren't as educated.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, like it's just at that you just have to at some point be like, okay, if this person is acting like they regret what they have done in the past, perhaps we should not attack them for who they were. Mm hmm. And so I'm glad that he's back in the saddle for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. What I'm interested in, in is if Batista is back, because didn't he say that he said he wouldn't do it without. Yeah, Gun? But then he quit. Right. He was just he came out. I'm and said, pretty
0: sure he'll be back, okay. even though he quits. Everything. Gunn is also eyeing him for a part in Suicide Squad, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's the rumor.
2: Hmm. I mean, I know that Will Smith quit. Yes, As, uh, and we're then, getting to that okay, too. Yeah, okay. don't you
0: worry, Paul. <laughs> oh no shit,
1: really? Oh my god. Yeah. Stuff is well,
0: happening. let's jump right to that then. Yeah. Idris Elba is in talks to replace Will Smith in the Suicide Squad sequel, being put together by filmmaker James Gunn and Warner Brothers. This follows the recent news that Smith had to back out due to schedule conflicts. I hate
1: actor changes in movie
0: roles. I do too, but I upgrade. Absolutely <laughs> yeah.
2: hate it. This is kind of an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, at least for me. At least like, in this role, too. Yeah. Like, Will Smith is not. I don't know. Like, the fact that he's making a Bad Boys reboot or, or like a sequel Bad to Boys Bad 3, Boys. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's great. But his role as Deadshot in the original Suicide Squad, not great. No. Like, I just don't see him well, he as a name I, to take you to the movie. Today. Yeah. Will but, Smith like, movie. it's a blockbuster. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think this is an upgrade for sure. Sure. But. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we had one up and, well, one kind of, I don't know, I guess.
0: In a surprise announcement, the CW has revealed that Arrow's upcoming eighth season will be its last. Lead actor Stephen Amell reflected on the news in a recent tweet saying, quote, Playing Oliver Queen has been the greatest professional experience of my life, but you can't be a vigilante forever. Arrow will return for a final run of 10 episodes this fall. There's so much to say. For now, I just want to say thank you. The announcement was followed by an official statement from series producers Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, and Beth Schwartz, saying, quote, This was a difficult decision to come to, but like every hard decision we've made for the past seven years, it was with the best interests of Arrow in mind. We're heartened by the fact that Arrow has birthed an entire universe of shows that will continue on for many years to come. We're excited about crafting a conclusion that honors the show, its characters, and its legacy, and are grateful to all the writers, producers, actors, and more importantly, the incredible cast that has sustained us and the show for over seven years. It's time. So he also did a Facebook live video thing where he Mm -hmm. like was near tears. Some, some tears kind of talking about it. And even though the show is ending, he's, I mean, he's a dad. He wants to spend more time with his family. He has other professional things he wants to pursue. This has been the biggest role of his life to this point. And just because arrow's ending, he even, alluded to the fact that we pop up in each other's shows all the time. doesn't mean it's the last time you're going to see me as green arrow either. Like he could, and probably will pop up here and there for occasional things. They do have a universe built here. A show can end and you can use its characters in other ways. Mm -hmm. So we could see all these characters kind of continue on in other forms or just pop in here and there. And that's fine. But arrow has been kind of a slog to get through. In the last couple of years. Mm. So it is time for it to bow out. Before it really steals all the Batman storylines. Especially <laughs> with the Batwoman pilot in the near future. Which will also be stealing a lot of Batman storylines I'm sure. So only one show can be on the CW's doing Batman storylines at a time. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what I think. Uh, according to Slash Film. Marvel Studios will be producing a new animated television series for Disney Plus based on the popular What If comic book series. Ooh. Like the comics, this animated anthology series will provide stories that explore how the Marvel Cinematic Universe might have unfolded if key moments in its history had not occurred as they did in recognized canon. For example, one of the episodes will adapt What If volume number 1, number 47 which explored the idea of what if Loki had found the hammer of Thor. The idea is that they could potentially have some of the main actors from the live-action MCU movies reprise their roles in the animated series, which would imagine alternate possibilities from another dimension. The time commitment for voice acting is a lot less than for live-action productions, which could accommodate some of the biggest Marvel talent. The series would function as an anthology, just like the comic book series, with each episode tackling a different premise. That's awesome. love this. That's great. Not only have I always loved the concept of the what if stories, mm-hmm. but I still as, as amazing as we're getting like live action stuff these days and the special effects and everything. I still think comic book stories work best in an animated format where you have control over everything and you don't have to worry about making something look like it fits yeah. into our world. You can be ridiculous That's in cool. an animated format and do whatever you want.
2: I'm, like, uh, cautiously optimistic just because there is a wealth of animated Marvel stuff on, like, Netflix and other media outlets that is not great. True. Um, yeah, I mean, some true. of it was
0: unwatchable. Yeah. The art style. I most of it is not great. Yeah, most Since of it. Since the 90s great. stuff, like, the Spider-Man and X-Men of the 90s were, like, the last really good Marvel cartoons.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. right now, for example, the only reason I know that these things exist is because I have kids. And they see things on Netflix that they want to watch. Mm-hmm. Like there's the Hulk versus Wolverine series, which I thought would be amazing. There's a series? Yeah. I saw a movie. There Or is it a movie? I saw Hulk
0: versus Wolverine as a movie. There's and a Hulk versus okay. Wolverine something
2: When they watch the same thing like
1: 72 times in a yeah. row. It feels, it feels like, like a, series. a series. Yeah, I know.
2: And it's not great. It's not great. And, but I remember the Hulk versus Wolverine storyline from the comics oh, being it was pretty awesome. amazing. Very good, yeah. yeah. There's that. There's like the uh, Hulk, Team Hulk, Agents series. of Hulk, or Agents whatever. Agents of Hulk, yeah. yeah. Agents of Smash. Agents of Smash, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of silly. Because it's set up as like a reality show. Yeah. It's garbage. It's not great. And, you know, just like seeing all these different shows, I'm like, I hope the What If series is one, better animated, mm-hmm. because they seem to cut corners on that. Everybody pretty does these regularly. days. And two, just maybe gear it more towards adults. I mean, if they can do more in terms of the animation and the storytelling, that might be more interesting, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Well, it remains to be seen, I guess. Yeah. I love it in theory. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it will also benefit from the, assuming that the Disney and Fox merger is done by the time they start this up, they'll be able to use more from the library, Mm -hmm. right? So fingers crossed, I guess.
0: A recent tweet from Amazon's The Lord of the Rings series has confirmed the time period it will take place in, saying, quote, Welcome to the Second Age. The Second Age is also known as the Age of Numenor. Am I saying that right? I I don't know. know. Numenor. Uh, And the island of the same name is shown in the bottom left corner of the map included in the same tweet. Numenor is considered a mythic lost city of men in the world of Middle Earth. When established on an island in the Great Sea that had been destroyed for thousands of years by the time of Frodo and Aragorn. In the Second Age, according to Tolkien lore, it was said that the island was brought up from the ocean as a gift to men by the Valor, which are the gods of Middle-earth. The kingdom would later fall after they defy the laws of the deities. The Second Age also sees the development of the elven city of Rivendell, the Dark Lord Sauron famously forging the Dark Ring of Power, and the races of elves, men, and dwarves all uniting to fight him for the first. This period spans about 3,441 years, So there's a lot of ground to potentially cover.
2: Speaking of a lot of ground to potentially cover, my whole impression of Lord of the Rings, and people are going to hate me for this, is just that the movies are just 90% walking.
0: Well, yeah. I watched that Kevin Smith
2: movie, too. Walking, walking, so (laughs) much walking, walking here, walking there. It is. Riding horses, more walking. I like Lord of the Rings just fine, Mm -hmm.
0: but it's never like, what do I feel like watching right now?
2: Yeah. It's not my first choice now. walking.
0: And definitely not the Hobbit. Those were a completely missed opportunity.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm like I think I approve of it only because I identify as a geek.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like I, largely yeah. I mean the stories are just fine. Yeah. But I'm definitely not attached to them the way that a lot of people are.
2: It's like one of those things that's on a pedestal high enough that I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just leave it up there. Yep. Uh, for fear of being like, like mugged in a parking lot. Being, <laughs> why don't you like fucking Sauron? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Lastly, HBO has decided not to
0: renew the Pete Holmes starring comedy series Crashing for a fourth season. The news, which was officially confirmed by HBO on Friday was initially announced by executive producer Judd Apatow on a recent episode of Conan. I've been a, a friend of Pete Holmes for a long yeah. time and a huge fan, and I love that show. And then I heard this really upsetting news, like yesterday, yeah. that it, it's canceled. No! Well, it's not really canceled. We're just going to stop uh, making it. But it's not canceled. You're going to... All right, so you guys aren't making any more. You're not making yeah, any we're, more Yeah, we're just them. not going to make any more. Did you, did you want to make more of them? Yeah, 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 we did. We did. We did. <laughs> So what stopped you from making more of them if you wanted to
2: make more of them? They told us we should never make any more. (laughs) I kind of fell off on crashing. Uh, It was one of those things that I really started watching in the first season and kind of stopped in the second season, just because I'm not sure, actually. Like, it just kind of felt like it's something that I didn't need to keep up with. Okay. Okay. Maybe I just thought it, didn't it was feel high priority. Yeah, maybe I just thought it was gonna be there and yep. so I could get back to it later. Maybe it was just the glut of other things that I wanted to watch before. That was I my got problem. There. I watched yeah. the
0: first season and in just that break between one and two, I was like, I'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. It's just not need to watch now TV.
2: Yeah, and like I think we've seen the story about the struggling comedian enough or you know, as fans of comedy we've heard it enough. Mm-hmm. That we're at a point where it's like, do I really need to see this as a visual medium?
0: I do just because it's Pete Holmes. I freaking love Pete Holmes.
2: I love Pete Holmes just fine, but I've heard his story so many times by being a fan of his podcast. That's also true. It's like, uh, I kind of already know what happens. That's also true. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know, like maybe with this being the last season, I'll give it a shot again. Like, you know, start from season two, I think is where I left off. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. At
0: this point, we're going to take a slight divergence, so Paul's going to disappear for a bit because we are going into the spoiler room to talk about Captain Marvel. This is your last warning. If you have not seen Captain Marvel, we highly recommend that you go check out the movie before you listen to this portion, or if you just don't care and you like spoilers, feel free to come on in. But uh, let's do it. Access granted. Welcome. So, Captain Marvel. Yes. Okay. Uh, First, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah? I did. Yeah.
1: And there was a lot of build-up for
0: it. There was a lot of build-up for it, yeah.
1: First female lead movie for Mm -hmm. Marvel. Last movie to come Mm -hmm. out before Endgame. True. First movie, well, kind of. First movie, not really the first movie in the timeline, because I guess Captain America would have been in terms of years. Yeah. But it kind of goes back to a period that they haven't touched upon the 90s true true. and a lot of mystery
0: a character that's not
1: well known to the public true to someone who likes comic books Mm -hmm. they'll know who she is yeah i think there was a lot of hype and a lot of build-up a lot of questions about it but in terms of box office numbers it did what like a half a billion dollars or something worldwide opening weekend yeah 550 something million it
0: did very well that's
1: huge they say one of the top opening weekends. Yep. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You know, not it was not a five star Marvel movie, but they've also set the bar high for themselves too. That's true. You know, when you have Black Panther doing as good as it was, even the Avengers movies, the first one mm-hmm. and Infinity War, those just set a storytelling bar that is difficult. I think to it, you can't you can't hit a home run every time you're at bat. Yeah. You know, and but it was good. I I would say it was a three and a half, four out of five. Okay.
0: Okay. You know,
1: middle level, upper middle level
0: movie. I enjoyed Captain Marvel. I thought it was good, not great. So I would put it very much like mid-tier Marvel movie. There were a lot of things that I was bummed just because, I mean, I wanted it to do very well as Marvel's first female-led movie. Yep. And especially when all those like asshats were on there, purposely hurting its rating online and stuff.
1: The Friday that it came out, I always check Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where I, I don't know why. I just do. I know I shouldn't. I personally hate that site. But but, I check anyway because I'm always curious. And it was like 34% to the audience. I go, but the critics gave it like an 80, I think. So why is it? So off, and then I looked, and it was just all this bashing, and she's a man hater. And was, I don't know,
0: it was a whole
1: lot of bullshit. I don't know what the deal was. If she had said something in an interview, at that some pissed point, people they off. did
0: say it is a feminist movie,
1: yeah. And it is, it's a f-
0: and female
1: fine. superhero, yes, leading her own movie, yes, with male bad guys. So, yeah, but there is an agenda. So, there is, but
0: but it's okay. The movies character, can have but
1: the character's development was that she failed a lot. It seemed fell a lot in life. Yes, and had to learn a lesson from
0: it. True, although I and think figure that's... out who
1: she is as a person. Yeah, but isn't that the same Black Panther? Like all the movies, they are figuring something out about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're growing as a character. But I think because of where we were with this movie and the the sur- what was surrounding it, the fact that it, again first female hero i think people took things the wrong way once again and they have to blow it up everywhere and they try to attack it and you know what society attack marvel and disney all you want you can't win like you can't they i'm still convinced that disney will buy the united states at some point like (laughs) and you know so and then they'll rename new york as like gotham yeah and chicago or vice versa you know and like, we just know yeah, that's shit. dc
0: but it's fine you, no
1: i know but you're oh that's <laughs> I, right yeah yeah, you, mean, you know I what, what i mean we'll just rename cities but um yeah i don't know what that deal was about they were just all over that shit huh every time i yeah. looked at it videos on youtube and things popping up on social media that and i'm like what the fuck I, I didn't look into it I'm like, what is going on yeah i, I don't know what's
0: wrong with people the problem it's really weird but i mean, politics aside. If we look at the movie itself, yeah. there's always going to be jerks that are doing jerk things. Yeah. Um, I felt that some of the emotional part of the movie is actually what was lacking. Like plot wise, Agree. it wasn't so bad. Right. But when things happened that I knew I was supposed to feel more about, I didn't necessarily feel them the way that I think they wanted me to. Right. So. Marvel's good
1: at this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, even the endgame trailer that has come out.
0: Have not watched it.
1: Okay. Got me emotional, where like I almost teared up. Purposely avoiding all those Um, things. (laughs) And they couldn't make that happen in a full movie. Yeah. So I agree. There was, she was very stone faced. There was a very real lack of emotion Mm. in the movie.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's one of the mistakes that Hollywood makes in general when doing quote unquote strong female characters Yeah, is they strip away some of the emotion. And for a movie where the entire time they were saying, control your emotions, control your emotions, control your emotions. When she finally broke free, I wanted her to go ape shit. Yeah. And like really just unleash. Cause she does it even certain parts of the movie. And I found that interesting. Like, there's the, and this is a moment that I love in the movie when she's battling the scrolls and the yeah. beginning, she saws the braces on and stuff Yeah. when the scrolls like yells at her and she just goes, Rah! and like yells oh, back yeah. at it. Yeah. I love that. And that's, that's that emotion leaking out. And that's what I wanted to see when she really powered up. But instead she was like stoic. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this was all about unleashing your emotions right. and like not letting anyone hold you back. So do it. But it was still kind of stoic.
1: Yeah,
0: do you? I, is it because of the actress they picked, or just the director? I don't know what it was. I think it was more in the writing than anything. Yeah. Um, Brie Larson is a fantastic yeah, actress. I, I've wow. seen her in other stuff. I actually thought she was okay in this. Yeah. I found her to be a little bit more reserved and wooden than I've seen her in other things, and yeah. that was slightly disappointing. Well, they wrote her to be that way. They did. They um, did. I think. I think she did what they wanted her to. Yeah. So I don't blame her but I don't think it was the right choice necessarily. Yeah. I loved Nick Fury. I loved their relationship. I had a little bit of a hard time reconciling this version of Fury with the version that he becomes.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of time that's going to pass, too. There is, but I don't know if this is set in what? 90.
0: This is like 95 ish.
1: And then the first. So now you've got until 2008. Iron Man was 2008. Yeah, So there's a gap. Where a lot's going to happen.
0: There probably. is. I don't know if it's enough time to really have that personality shift. Yeah. Um. Even though I did enjoy kind of like the buddy cop aspect thing yeah. that was going on. Uh, I loved the twist with the Skrulls. Yeah. Because traditionally, and even I think a lot of us went into this thinking that the Skrulls were going to be major players in the next phase of the MCU as far as villains go. Yeah. And they still could be. This could just be a faction of the Skrulls. Right. So the fact that they twisted it and made the Kree kind of like the main bad guys and the Skrulls were actually like refugees, I found that to be very interesting and one that I did not see Well, coming. Marvel is
1: very good at changing things just enough mm-hmm. so that what you perceive you're going in to see is not what yep. you're going to see. Yep. Yeah, I, I like the twist. I thought it was good. Yeah. Although I, I kind of felt, was it is Jude Law? Yes. Okay, I felt like his character was going to switch at some point. I just had like at some point in my mind I am going, he's gonna turn and be a bad guy. He like, is some yeah. Yeah but going into oh, the movie, I felt okay. like he was going to do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he is kind of the big bad. Yeah. And then the other thing was they did gender swap. Like you probably are not super familiar with like Marvell. No. And that but was I who thought everyone that, thought Jude Law was yeah. going to be. Yeah. And it ended up being um the computer software. No, not the-, the software, not the supreme intelligence, but the the same character embodiment. Yeah. And I forget what that character's name was in and the movie. It was the doctor. The, yeah, the yeah, scientist yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And she ends up being the person who we all thought Jude Law was going to yeah. be, which is fine. Um, But again, that's a connection that they didn't build up enough. Yeah. Because we saw her more as the computer than we did as I think Lawson was the name. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Then we saw her as Lawson. Mm hmm. So we didn't, we got flashbacks and I understand that the movie probably didn't want to lean on the flashbacks too much, but it was those lack of relationships that I think kind of didn't have the emotional gravity that it should have like that relationship. And I really liked the scenes with her friend Yes, when they reconnected, but I didn't get as much of the emotional connection of their prior friendship that I wanted to.
1: Agreed. Yeah, there was not enough there was like no emotion. Mm. Like if you thought I, like if I thought you were dead mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you came back out of nowhere, I think I'd be a little more like excited. Yeah. And, but also like, there's that part of you. There's just like a sadness, you know, like there'd be something more than just, Hey, what's up?
0: And it like, didn't mean uh, <laughs> as much because we didn't see much of it. Yeah. You didn't get much at all. Yeah. So I think they just didn't delve into her past quite enough. They're also trying to work
1: within a time frame. Probably of actual running time as probably, well, yeah. Because, oh, okay totally. if we're gonna build upon that well, one you in know, fifteen twenty minutes of movie,
0: I bet there's a bunch of stuff on the cutting room floor, probably, no doubt, uh, what'd you think of the soundtrack
1: um it was you know they, they it was nineties, it was it was okay, there was no part that really stands out besides the end of the big fight scene, mm-hmm. um, which was no doubt no
0: doubt, and they played yeah, just a girl,
1: yeah, which.
0: didn't work for me nope me neither that could have been used somewhere else every time i heard a 90s song it felt like the movie going oh just in case you forgot this is happening during the 90s it
1: felt forced
0: right it didn't need to no like this movie could have taken place at any time we had enough like visual reminders the t-shirt
1: the yeah the storefront and it's not like this is
0: a purposeful throwback like we're not watching some movie Where a big part of it is the fact that it's in the nineties. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's not a time
1: travel movie.
0: Right. So why crowbar in all the songs? Don't get me wrong. The nineties are my favorite period of music. Mm -hmm. I love almost all the songs they chose. Yeah. But especially that last one, I was like, this is too bonk, bonk on the head. Lyrically, it fits the theme of what's happening in the movie. The tone of the song is terrible. For this scene, it just doesn't
1: work. It was almost kind of like what they did with the movies in the 80s and the 90s Mm -hmm. where like the Ninja Turtles had their own theme song, right? How many other movies had a band write a song for it? Like even back to the future had its own, you know, they're using what back in time or it's almost like they tried to do that. Mm -hmm. It just didn't work,
0: which I guess you can kind of explain away in that way and say so, yeah they're trying to make a 90s movie that felt like it came out in the 90s yeah but i think we're past that we are especially with this and like the music, don't the do music it music choices this.
1: were fine it was just didn't work in the placement having it play in the background somewhere mm-hmm. when she's in the yeah. mall or in a, somewhere it's playing
0: hearing stuff like on the radios and Fury's stuff car that, was great. Playing, yeah. yep.
1: that would have been fine yep yeah it just didn't fit yeah. The pacing of the movie itself felt a little weird to me.
0: The beginning was very slow.
1: Very choppy, I felt like we're all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We took autumn to see it, and she's been able to hold on through all the movies and like follow them. And she doesn't ask a lot of questions because she's just totally into it. Yeah. And this one, it was like every couple minutes, she's looking over at me and I'm like, Stop talking, stop yeah. talking, Autumn, stop talking. Like the theater was packed. I'm like, stop talking. Stop asking questions. Just watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. You know? It, so it was confusing. Even for me as an adult, it was a little confusing.
0: I found none of the action sequences save the, like, when she goes binary and she's, like, blowing up starships and yeah. stuff. Aside from Which that, was cool. it was very cool. I didn't find a lot of the action sequences to be overly memorable. No. Or serve the story, necessarily. I
1: mean, they demonstrate her power. They yeah. demonstrate that she can mess stuff up. She is strong. She's powerful. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the comics, but in terms of the character getting the powers, Mm -hmm. is this how it goes? It's different. Because this is, she has her powers in the movie from the blue infinity stone. Yes. The explosion, she absorbs the power. Which, are there any other characters in the movies that have their powers from an infinity stone?
0: I don't think directly.
1: So, Which right there goes, of course, her power is the power of an infinity stone.
0: In the comics, it's a combination of a device called like a psyche magnetron and getting an infusion of Cree blood. Okay, so she, has she gets Marvel's
1: blood in the comics, not Marvel. Oh. oh,
0: in the comics, yes. Yeah. In this, she gets uh, whatever I forget his character's name. <laughs> Jude Law's character gives her the transfusion. Yeah. Um Which I'm still trying to figure out how he's a Cree because every other Cree we see is blue, but whatever. His eyes look different, but that's about it. But he's supposedly he's a Cree like as well. I don't know. It was weird. An albino Cree, maybe looks like a normal person. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I, 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 they, a they you're right. I
1: didn't think of that. They yeah. didn't really touch on that.
0: I don't know because she I, I accepts. I, that. I like She's... the power.
1: I like that she got her power from that. Yeah, because it sets up for whatever we're going to be dealing with in uh, Avengers. True. So.
0: Uh, Goose. Goose was great. Goose was great. Weird
1: that he's the reason for Fury's eye patch. Did that bother you? It just didn't seem like. It wasn't impactful.
0: It was a joke, but more than anything, yeah, yeah. like the, which you don't necessarily want. The right?
1: cat scratches his face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Even when it happened, it wasn't played off like he didn't like freak out. Like it was I, too fast and if done a with. A cat scratched yeah. your eyeball and you lost your vision. I have a feeling you'd be freaking out a bit. Did you see Kill Bill two? No. There's a scene where she pulls the girl's eyeball out. Okay. Like that would be like flipping and falling all over the ground and screaming and trying to like, like, and he just takes the scratch to the face, like, okay. Oh, shit. Um, I guess I'll just put a patch on my eye. I was
0: okay with it, but
1: it just seemed very
0: anticlimactic.
1: Yeah. Well, again, so we're right back to emotion.
0: There was no emotion about it. Exactly. We're just like, oh. I did enjoy the like South Park approach of, Hey, this is where Kenny dies. Oh, just kidding. This is where Kenny dies. Oh, just kidding. And yeah. they did that with the eye. They teased yeah. it a few times and I was like, Yeah, you her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing it. And uh, I yeah. like that.
1: It was just a weird way yeah. to do it. The cat was great. I like I, I didn't feel like at any point anything the cat was going to become what it was with like all those tentacles coming out and like eating. Oh, see, I, I was people. familiar with um flirting. Now I just sit and I go, where the hell is the cat? Where has the cat been? Did right. the cat die? Well, it's not a, really a cat. So, what's its lifespan? Like, where has this cat been from the 90s until now?
0: All the unanswered questions yeah. that we want to know about this movie relate to Goose.
1: Where's the cat? Yeah. <laughs> is Goose going to be in like the next movie? Yeah. You know, I don't know.
0: The end credit scenes. Those were good. Well, Very good. The first one. So, the mid credit one, I believe, is a direct pull from Endgame. Endgame. If I, yeah, at first I was like, is that a bridge scene? And I'm like, no, they would have to have her show up. In the same way, so I think it's kind of like when they had the scene of Bucky in the Vice. That was just a direct pull from Civil War. I think that's what this. Yeah, it was
1: exciting. I think that the big, the big thing everybody was wondering is how is this going to tie in? Mm -hmm. When are are we going to get an answer as to where she's been all this time? Which we kind of did. I think we
0: do. Yeah, Uh, she's been off helping other people. The war. She's
1: somewhere else in the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I like that the way it was set up. There, it's it's after the snap. They're trying to figure out who's gone. Everybody's mm-hmm. gone. They're freaking out. They have the pager. Yep. It's powered up. They've had and to it's keep still, it. Powered. Yeah. It's yeah. still sending out its signal. And then it just stops, which I didn't think she was going to show up right there. Oh, I did. And they're trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, it's it black widow turns around and, she's and the, yeah. yeah. And there she is. Where's Fury?
0: Yep. It was cool. Good scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the after the credit scene,
0: I thought they they like to do their humorous ones at the very very yeah, end, which with, is fine. I I thought it was a funny what scene. it
1: made me laugh because I hear that sound on a regular basis, <laughs> yeah. the sound of a cat throwing up. Yeah, like oh here comes the fur ball, and instead it throws up the tesseract, <laughs> which is funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is the cat pukes up an infinity stone. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, you know, decent movie. Yeah, it was fun.
0: Yeah, good, not great
1: pretty much. Oh, I'm sure they'll do another Captain Marvel. Yeah. I wonder if the next one will be another jump back or if it'll be a jump I break.
0: believe Captain Marvel's going to be a big uh leadership role moving forward after Endgame. Mm. I believe that's what they've said.
1: I feel like her personality in Endgame is going to be better.
0: I would hope. I mean, again, we have that time jump. So Even her
1: so her look Yes. At, uh in the post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. Her hair went from parted on the side to in the middle. Yep. Uh, her Longer, costume slightly. has changed a little bit. Sleek. The, yeah, it was uh, slightly different looking. So she's evolved. Yep. They didn't just have the same girl show up. So I, th- I think she'll have a stronger personality.
0: Yeah, and be in control. And of then her. we're going
1: to look back and go, oh, they did that on purpose. They mm-hmm. made it bland and emotionless for a reason. It's possible. You know, that she didn't know who she was, basically was forced into a, a space military operation, mm-hmm. like she's militarized now, but knows that she doesn't belong and now all after all of this she has a chance to grow as a person and you know her personality will grow. Yeah. Otherwise she just isn't going to fit in either True. with the cast of characters they have. I can't believe you haven't
0: watched the trailers. I refuse. Ah. Uh, I watched the very first teaser. Yeah. and I don't I just don't I there's I don't want to see anything
1: oh I'm so hyped up I because want of all it the surpri- I'm oh. already hyped
0: like they they can't hype me up anymore that's the thing that's so what I why thought. Bother? They, hyped, they they did though but I I know if I watch it I'll be like my brain during the movie will go that's a trailer scene like it just does that oh really yeah so I don't my wanna... brain
1: shuts off and I'm just
0: like shoving popcorn in my face <laughs> and drooling yeah, pretty much <laughs> all right uh and that's Captain Marvel yeah yeah all right, final thoughts or something you would like to plug, Mike Volpe? I was hoping he would go to me second. I was like, I don't know what to plug.
1: <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Uh, well, I still do make my own line of supplements. Yeah. Uh, so you can go to SBVsupplements.com.
0: And if that got big enough, then maybe he wouldn't have to have chips. Yeah.
3: But I am <laughs> launching
1: a, for the people out there who are vegan, I'm launching a vegan protein. Oh, nice. It should be done. I should have it within the next few weeks. Perfect. Along with a few other products, so check that out.
0: Cool,
2: Paulo. Um, I don't have anything to plug, but if you want to support the podcast, and now that the podcast is having babies, it mm. needs more support. Sure does. Um, go to geekgeneration dot com slash support. Damn right. And you can go and support us through the Patreon, or you know, if you want to just mail money to Geek Gen headquarters, that's <laughs> Rob great accepts too. Briefcases, of marked sure
1: Unmarked uh, hundred dollar bills,
0: sure yeah. do. Uh, and I will say, too, that in the I don't know which feed I'm going to stick them in. yet because good Lord, we got so many. But I will be releasing some previews of our Patreon episodes. So a lot of our Patreon episodes are exclusive ones that you only get if you're a backer are like well over an hour. Because I was always like, hey, we're going to do these like hour long things. You know us. We always go way mm-hmm. too long. Um, but I'll release maybe like the first 15 or 20 minutes is like a little taste. Mm. And then if you guys are interested in hearing the rest of it. Uh, maybe that will be an incentive to go check it out, guys. I don't want to be a teacher anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same situation yeah, as it's Volpe. Like
1: it's it's you can donate like a buck a month, right? You can do two dollars a month minimum. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's and please understand, Rob's not like taking this money to go out to dinner. Like he did, literally reinvest. Into, I just want like, to pay my
0: bills, so yeah, I can do this he, he, all the he time.
1: Reinvest into the into the business here. He really does. So. Just have said two this bucks. before, and
0: I,
2: I think it worked. <laughs> it, it worked last time you did it. But listen, you motherfuckers.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: I know that some of you are giving money to Instagram hoes. Or girls on on their private snapchats or OnlyFans don't think I don't know. They're what are those never good for like 5 gonna minutes of give pop? you
1: what you think you want
2: from yes. them ever. Listen, Pornhub is free. It is. <laughs> Why are you messing around with these girls that are like, "Ooh, become a patron and I'll send you I'll sell I'll sell you my exclusive pics. Check my out my p- Amazon wish list. My I'll show you nothing. I mean, this is quality content that we're providing here. I mean, you, hey, you never know. We might give you some nudes. Mike, Mike might you up for it. Yep. You know, let's do it. If the gym thing falls through, who knows? Dick pics. Yeah. Paul's <laughs> been pimping Mike every chance he gets. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to sell something here, and I'm not the most attractive human being. Neither am I. I don't know if you want to see rippling fat. And I don't know, like a glowing red butthole after Look, I, I drink. Uh, I don't. You know what? Drinks. You know what?
1: He had me. I want to see a glowing red butthole. I have to know. <laughs> no, no, you don't.
2: I don't think so. I mean, I've never seen it myself.
0: Our next, next goal tier is Paul's red glowing. Yeah, butt I hole.
2: Think so oh, Patreon. That that's got to be like Patreon, like triple diamond
0: but there is a number everybody yeah. has a price yeah
3: uh
0: so do all that stuff the geek generation is part of the geek generation network if you like this show be sure to check out our other podcasts at the geek if you use itunes please rate the show and write a review we may even read your review on an upcoming episode Support both this show and Random Movie Club while getting access to exclusive bonus podcast episodes by visiting our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com support. You can continue the conversation with us on our Discord server at thegeekgeneration.com Discord and watch our live events at twitch.tv slash thegeekgeneration. Send emails with your questions, comments, and insults to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back soon with more geeky stuff for you, and we'll see you then, later.
3: Make it so.